From Capital Broadcasting Company and WRAL-FM, this is Wine and Dandy. I'm your host, Sarah King. I'm Jamie Gasky. And it's the dead of winter. It is cold outside. It is, it is gray. It's there measurable. are no, yeah, it's no, no leaves in the trees. So what better than having a nice, warm cup of mulled wine? Yeah, I was super excited about this topic. I love mulled wine. Do you really? Do you make it when you're when it's not like a party? Do you make it just to have at your house? Uh, no, I didn't before we started getting ready for this episode. <laughs> and actually, what I have always done, and this was the first time I did it without um, this, I've always done it with apple cider. Oh, yeah, I mulled cider. Yeah, mulled yeah. cider with the wine in it. So this was a new experience for me, but oh. a delightful one. So you put wine in the mold in the cider? Yes. I would think you'd put like rum or something. Uh, no. Years ago, I started doing it with wine and um, just kept doing it. It seems to be pretty popular. Do you put red wine in it or white wine? Red wine. Wow. Which is interesting because today I have also made a white wine, mulled wine only. And today, these have no apple cider in them. I'm surprised you didn't bring in your favorite. Oh, no, no, no. I wanted to do it without the cider just to see. Okay, right on. Well, let's, let's just jump right in. I mean, what do I know about mulled wine? I worked with the German mission in New York City for a little while. That's so cool. It, yeah, it was it was the hardest job I ever had, um, but I did learn a lot. Yeah. And all the Germans love their Glühwein, which is mulled wine. And how did you like? How did you do it there? Did you just kind of keep it hot all the time as an option? We didn't serve it. They oh. brought it themselves. <laughs> oh. Because one thing Germans are super proud of uh-huh. is Christmas. Oh, okay. They think that they own it. And like every (laughs) one of your traditions are wrong. (laughs) Yeah, really. Americans, dumb Americans. Yeah. And I mean, I I loved, I loved everybody that worked there. There were, there were a couple people that were like kind of thorns in my side. Uh For the most part, they were awesome. Oh, nice. Group of people. And one of my best friends in the entire planet is German. Uh Um, Shout out to Suzanne. Not sure if you listen to this, but uh, so I have nothing against the Germans, but I will say every time I started to take pride in any kind of tradition that my family did, yeah. they'd be like, oh, that's not how we do it in Germany. And I'm like, We're oh. shooting that down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Tell yeah. me. Tell I forgot. Me. Christmas was a German tradition. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because we have dear friends and they were uh, grew up a lot on the base in Germany right. and they their family ships them all these Christmas cookies and cookies Christmas food. Cookies is the thing, man. Every Christmas, yeah. Stolen. You know, it's stolen. Yeah, they get stolen, and it's just a ton of it. And they're good sharers. Well, Shout out to the Berwins. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of stolen and gingerbread, so Ugh. like I, well, I used to get people call me. I ran the catering company, mm-hmm. so I'd have these consulates, and all these people call me and say, yeah. We want to do a Christmas dinner and we want to have gingerbread cookies. And I'm like, How many people? 25. Okay. Yeah. And then I'd write it down, <laughs> and then at the end of the week, I would send the menus for the next week up to the kitchen. Right. Well, the chef calls, uh-huh. and he's like, why didn't you tell me we had gingerbread on the menu? And I was like, well, it's next week. Why would I tell you now? Yeah. He's like, it takes three months to make gingerbread. And I'm like, what? And you I didn't know how to get a box, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you have to let the dough sit for like at least two to three months. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. I know. <laughs> me too. And it, they were like, they were exceptional. Yeah. Exceptional. So it's like friendship bread that people used to ding dong the, the, the little base with. Oh. Ding dong dash. Remember that? No. Friendship bread. I know what ding You'd dong dash is. You'd have a starter, is. right? <laughs> You'd have a starter and then you had to feed it all the time. Yeah. On top of your fridge where it was kept warm and then it, it would end up, you'd end up with so much that people, it was kind of like zucchini if you live out in the country in the summer. I love zucchini. You were just ding dong dashing bags of that stuff. I Well, let's start that. I love bread and I love zucchini. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Topic for another day. Exactly. Okay, so, well, since we talked about the Germans, yeah. I want to start with the, the Glühwein. Okay, and you said, beware the Glühwein. 
Yeah, well, no, no, no. That's the one that's coming oh, up it's later. It's the next one. It's the one. next one, which okay. we're going to do years in between. Okay. But yeah. since, we, since we already talked about the Germans, I yeah. figured we might as well just jump right in. So. Sorry, I'm fanning myself. I know, you're hot. Uh, it's warm, warm in here. It's very warm in here, which is very unusual for us. And we have all this warm wine. Yes. We haven't drank any yet. No. Yet. I'm sniffing this glue That's not glue Never. I'm going to put that down. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm have no less right. than six coffee cups and in here. I, we haven't even had any, and I'm getting everything <laughs> wrong, and I believe I'm having my own personal summer over here. So, what does Glühwein mean? Your own personal <laughs> summer. Something's up over here. Woo! Um, Glühwein is mulled wine. Okay. Oh. And, and that's just how you say it in German. Oh, I made Glühwein too, then. Yeah, Glühwein. Um, apparently, there are like traditional ways of doing it. I got my recipe from mm-hmm. Food and Wine. Okay. Um, and... It has water, orange juice, sugar, cinnamon, allspice berries. Had to buy those. Yeah, cha-ching. Um, anise pods or anise pods. <gasps> oh, you pods. did? Okay. One of mine called for that, and I chickened out on buying that. Oh, I, you get them at the Asian market. Super cheap. Oh, good to know. Um, and cloves, juniper berries. Also bought those. I thought um, they were poisonous. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll not. find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're having that first, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and it called for Cabernet Sauvignon, but I did not use Cabernet Sauvignon because okay. it- I just took that as meaning, number one, I hate cabs, so that's why I didn't yeah, use it. And yeah. two, I figured it just meant a dry wine. Okay. So I used Spanish, because I think, like, just in oh. sangria, Spanish reds work really well. Oh, yes. and by the way, thank you, Seaboard Wine Warehouse, because they supplied the wine, for me at least. For you? I know. I'll catch them next time. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to tell me in advance. I know. Well, let's, let's let me lay my cards on the table. I've had quite a winter. So, <laughs> yeah, in the midst You of- want to start from the beginning? <laughs> nope. Just a lot going on. Yeah, a lot. She's been my in my house. Yeah, that, Many I, injuries and incidences. Anyway, so I got <laughs> confused, and I show up last week. And I'm like, Sarah, I've got my mold wine. And I hit panic. It's like, wait, we, wait, that's not till next week. You're like, what? No, it's on the calendar. It's not on my calendar. So yours has been mulling for a full week. I froze mine. Um, How did it freeze? Yes. Uh, well, we shall see. It okay. smells terrific. Okay. But I, I mean, yeah, so... I could have gotten, given I had the correct timeline, I could have gotten mine from Seaboard, too. But they are always very generous. So thank you, Seaboard Wine Warehouse. Wow. We went around our butt to get to our elbow on that one. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. So anyway, so here's the mulled wine. Okay. It's barely m- warm now. Um, I see a couple of juniper berries floating on top, so don't eat those. Don't eat those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give it a t- I haven't tried yeah. it. I haven't even tasted it for taste when I was making it. Oh. I wanted to, I wanted to have my virginal taste with you, Jamie Cassidy. Okay, let's do it. I did taste mine, but then again, I've had a really rough winter. So, mm, it smells very good. It smells similar to the one I made, but slightly different. We'll see. That's mm. delicious. Yeah, yours tastes a little more earthy, and I wonder if it's the juniper berries. There's juniper and the allspice. Yeah, and right, this is going to be interesting because my red uses different spices. Um, I like that. It's just a little less. Well, it's a little less sweet, which you're probably going to really like about it. Yeah, Mine's not super sweet because I know how we feel about super sweet. But my recipe did call for a little bit of sugar, which I cut in half. Okay. I like this. I think it's great. I think it's smooth. Yeah. There's not, I mean, I could I could get dangerously drunk on that. Okay. Just to put it bluntly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what, like, that was call what was funny about all the Germans at the at the mission because mm-hmm. it'd be lunchtime and they'd just be sipping Glühwein and they would be, they would get super tipsy. Yeah. And, and really was, tired, I bet. Yeah. It was just, it, I love the Germans. They're the best. That's awesome. Okay, All right, well, let's try delicious. yours. Okay, let's try my red. Now, you said you made yours with a, a Spanish red. I did. Pro- 
Portocol mm -hmm. is the wine. Um, and I didn't take a picture of the bottle. I'm sorry. I should have done that last night. I didn't um, do that either. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the Spanish red. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, I got the cheapest bottle ever. Because, again, like with, same with sangria, same with mimosas. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to yeah, put blow your additi additives uh -huh. in a good wine. So I just got, I think it was like, it was seven ninety nine. Okay, now that's interesting because when I went looking for my wines, I thought I probably want not the cheapest, but not the most expensive. So I ended up at around nine ninety nine a bottle for the two that I bought. Yeah. Um, but we're starting with my reds. So I keep in my home because <laughs> I really like mulled cider with wine in it. Um, these Moline spices, packets of these oh, from Moline the fresh spices. market. From the fresh market, yes. It's a local grocery store chain around here. I, it might be right. southeast. I'm not sure. And it says perfect for juice, cider, tea, and wine. But I've really only ever used it for <laughs> mulling my cider with wine. So I used a packet of that. What's in it? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Um, ah. So then, <laughs> none of your beeswax. <laughs> Let me see so it. Then, Let me see I'll it. get it out in a second. <laughs> uh, so then, that's a two-ounce package of the mulling spices. Then I, I knew I wanted to get dry as well because this my recipe did call for some sugar, which I cut back. So I used a Merlot, a uh, 12.5% alcohol. Okay. So And then I, it called for a fresh orange sliced. So I sliced up a whole orange and two cinnamon sticks. Two. So I bought two cinnamon sticks. And then it did call for a half a cup of sugar, which I cut back to a quarter cup. Because the mulling spices already have sugar in them. Ah. So here is my red. Thank you. Mmm, it smells very cinnamony. Oh, it's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. It's not bad. It's more citrusy, more cinnamony. Yeah, more citrusy for yeah. sure. That's what it is. I don't think it's super sweet. No, since I cut back. But I really like it. Now, I will say this. We mentioned earlier because I had my timetable just... Really all messed up. Um, I did freeze it, and I don't think you can tell. No. And I will tell you something um, just from my own experience. Usually if you make the mulled cider with the wine in it, it makes a lot. This, I'm sure you noticed, cooked way down. Well, I, I cooked my, I, I made a half, a half the recipe. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want, I wanted to buy, I only bought one bottle. Oh, and you used the same wine for both? Yeah. Okay. And I have frozen this before because with a big jug of cider, and then if you put the wine in it and do the mulling spices and, and everything that way, if you do add the cider, say you're going to have a party and sure. you're like, this is a great way to stretch it, and that will make it sweeter. So if you add cider to your recipe, I would not add any additional sugar at all. Um, I have frozen that before. Uh -huh. uh, my husband just loves this because he's like, why is there a giant container? Uh -huh. Why is the freezer consumed with? Uh, and then eventually we forget it, and then it gets thrown out the next summer. But that's uh -huh. cool. It's fine. <laughs> Point being, you can freeze it if you need to, if you... You know, have if you have some left over and you want to just have it one night, maybe while you're watching The Bachelor, like myself, well, like I did. <laughs> so, sounds like you need to have a party, like an emptying the fridge party. Yeah, an empty the freezer party. Yeah, we're like all going to be having frozen blueberries and mulled wine. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own protein. So you also brought in a white. Yeah, so this is interesting. Wine. I wanted to try white. Oh, um, one more thing I want to say about the red. I did buy some tart cherry juice to add to it. If I had thought it was too sweet, but I found that it wasn't too sweet. But if you want, if you want to make it with some sort of juice, and you don't want to use apple because it's so sweet, tart cherry is a good alternative to stretch that mulled wine. Got if you it. Do a red. That's a great idea. Thank you. I'm. A chef. Or you can just add more wine. Or you can add more wine. Right. Exactly. So then I thought, wouldn't it be interesting? I've never done a mulled white wine. Right. And I had thought I would use lemon instead of orange with this recipe. This recipe, I believe, was originally a Martha Stewart recipe, and then I just just 
just really changed it to make it mine. Good for you. So, so it's, it's a Jamie Caskey recipe. It's a Jamie Caskey recipe. I was going to change it to use the lemon, and then I thought, that's going to be too much. Well, it will be very acidic. Very acidic. I would use the rind, but maybe not the juice. Well, actually, what it called for and what I did is you t- uh, use the rind of an orange, just the rind, not the pith, and you stick whole cloves right. into the rind, and then you boil that down with fresh ginger, Yum. which was really cool, and a half a cup of sugar on this one, and some water, and you simmer that down you know, for a few minutes, Yeah. and then you add the white wine. I used a dry Riesling on your recommendation. Actually, I used the Chateau Saint-Michel, and that was 12.5% alcohol as well. So this I is, am dying to try yeah, it. Yeah, give it a shot. White wine, fresh ginger, sugar, fresh orange peel with the cloves, a little bit of water. Oh, it's very different than the red. Yeah, what do you think? Tell me what it's you think. It's almost like it's almost like a um it's first of all it smells beautiful. Isn't it lovely? It's, it is it's, very it's pretty. It's a very it's a very perfumey lemon it's scent. Almost floral. Yeah. Yeah. And probably that's because there's Riesling in it. I think it's nice. It's almost like a it's it's got a lemonade feel to it. Mm-hmm. But it's got more depth of character to it. Yeah, mm-hmm, it does. And it's not too sweet. Definitely not too sweet. I think it's good. Yeah, I like it. And I think... Got it? Yep, got it. We have giant mugs of this. Oh, we have so much yeah. mulled wine. And while you're sipping, I also, like the studded, anytime they called for mm-hmm. a rind and cloves, I just studded it with the cloves. Studded the rind, yeah. yeah. So that was a great way to cook it. And then, would you like another sip of this? I'm good. I'm you're good. good. Okay. We bye. actually have to work the rest of the day. Um, well, you do. I'm done after this. I have to go home for the pest guy. <laughs> That sounds exciting. That's yeah. sexy. So, um, and a lot of recipes when we looked online, I don't know if you noticed, called for brandy in them. Yeah. I did not choose a recipe that called for brandy, but I thought if you tried the white wine, this is what I would have added to this had I added something is maybe a little bit of limoncello. If you felt like this is a little sweet, you could add a little bit of limoncello, the liqueur. The limoncello, isn't it sweet, though? No. My experience with the limoncellos I have purchased is that is not as sweet as I expected. Really? So, yeah. I've made it before, and it's pretty sweet. Wow. Okay, it's yeah. It's not the, hard to make. The one I have in my freezer is very tart, so I thought, okay. which is why it's still in my freezer. <laughs> um, Again, freezer clearing party. Right. <laughs> my freezer's filled with beverages, chicken stock. <laughs> um, so you could add a little bit of limoncello, just to taste yeah. until you get it to where it's a nice balance. For sure. A little, a little adding a little more acidic to yeah. combat that sweet. I like it. And mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of like having these drinks in front of like a fire at a party. That's oh, all the way I imagine yeah. it. Like it's like there's a bonfire and I'm sipping. Oh, yeah, you're out by the fire pit. How yeah. awesome would that oh, be? Oh, I love fire pits. Yeah. All right. Lastly, the fourth of our mold beverage alls. There you go. <laughs> is Glug. Glug, that's what glug. you said. Glug. Beware the glug. G-L-O-G-G, glug. Okay. Um, it's Swedish. Marcus Samuelson, who is a really amazing chef, he has the Red Rooster in Harlem, I think is the name of his mm-hmm. restaurant. He's also just a dynamic, fantastic individual. Love Marcus Samuelson. Uh-huh. He was born in Ethiopia, if I'm not mistaken, but he was adopted by Swedish parents. Cool. So he's got this really cool look. Uh-huh. And he's he's got a show on Netflix, which is really good as well. I can't think of the name of it. But mm-hmm. anyway, this is his recipe because this is what his parents would make. Okay. And I gave you your own because you have a spoon with this. Because yes. one of the big proponents is that there is almonds and raisins that you're supposed to eat <gasps> yes. in the bottom of Glug. Feel free if you want to try it. It smells so good and nutty. Yeah. It was a little bit more involved in a making process than the others. Zowie, I must yeah. say. Oh, I'll tell you why. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, this okay. this is one you don't want to take a few sips of because you will be feeling it later. Yeah. When I worked at the Clover Club in Brooklyn, which is this amazing bar, 
It's one of the best bars in the world. Wow. It, it's the first time I ever, I, I saw it on the menu. I was a cocktail waitress slash manager and it was on the menu and I was like, this has got to be a misprint. Glug? What is glug? <laughs> like, no one's going to order that. That's disgusting. It sounds sounding. disgusting, but it's a very traditional mold wine. And again, I used that same Portocol dry red wine. And you use cinnamon, mm-hmm. ginger. Stick or powder? St- stick. Okay. So one cinnamon stick broken into pieces, one uh, inch of ginger peeled and Mm -hmm. sliced, an orange zested, Mm -hmm. and then juiced, cloves, red raisins, Mm -hmm. light brown sugar, Mm -hmm. cardamom. Oh, cool. uh, The pod or the pod? One vanilla bean. I didn't have a vanilla bean, Uh so I did a little extract because I looked at, I tried to buy one. They were 26 bucks. I'm not, I can't. Yeah, I've wanted to make my own vanilla before, but this is just cross prohibitive. Yeah, it's a lot. So what else did I put in there? Uh, There's red wine, Mm -hmm. port. Ah, vodka. Oh, holy moly! So that's why some saltines in here immediately. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you put all the cinnamon, ginger, orange zest, cloves, raisins, light brown sugar. So you're cooking it with raisins and the brown sugar, mm-hmm. cardamom, vanilla bean, and the red wine. And you put a cup of the red wine, and mm-hmm. you basically you're making a syrup out of that. So you put all that together. Oh, okay, sure. And you boil it down to it halves. Okay. So it's real concentrated. Yeah. Then you pour the rest of the bottle of wine, mm-hmm. the rest of the vodka, uh-huh. or the what? vodka, uh- and then the port. How much vodka is it? I cut this recipe in half as well. So I used half a bottle of red wine, half a cup of port, quarter cup of vodka. Okay. Oh, not too much then. Okay, sure. I might have put half a cup by accident now that well. I'm reading this. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway. Tastes great to me. Yeah, you. that's the beauty of vodka. Yeah. It, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's invisible. So you do that, and then you let it, you put it in the fridge and let it steep. Oh, cold steep. Okay. Well, you let it cool off, and then, mm-hmm. you, then you put it in the fridge, and then you, once you take it out overnight, you, you, and I didn't do this step either, you're supposed to strain it. Okay. And that's the stuff you drink. And yeah. then, mm-hmm. in a frying pan, you put blanched almonds. Uh-huh. Um, I used... Slivered almonds, Mm -hmm. raisins, brown sugar, and butter, and you fry all that up together. Uh, That's okay. You can see a little bit of the butter on the top. You sure can. Yeah, I used because I'm a lactard. I used Mm. Earth Balance. Um, Mm. One, one. Eating my nuts and raisins. One drink we did have at the Clover Club that was fantastic was um, buttered rum. Mm. You ever had hot buttered rum, like the actual hot buttered rum, where you put the spices? Oh my god, it's amazing! So it's kind of along the same lines, Mm. except this is hot buttered margarine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So did you taste it yet? I did, and it's phenomenal. And I love the nuts and the raisins too. And of course, we'll have all these recipes up with the podcast (laughs) if you want to make them. It's also cold now. It's lukewarm. Mine's yeah. lukewarm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not it's as, though. like, smacky in the face when it's warm. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's more of, like, a warming yeah. going yeah. on as opposed to, like, cold, bam, alcohol. Can't you imagine coming in, it's been a wet day, maybe, oh, maybe yeah. sleety, like it was this past weekend a little bit, and mm. you come in and you're chilled to the bone, so you put on your... You know, flannel jammies, and you curl up with some of this. This is, you know what? This is a, this is something you could keep in your freezer, Sarah. <laughs> whip, out, whip out and reheat. I just might. I have some left over. Yeah, I think it's great, and I love the idea. And I think I don't know how much you're supposed to put in the bottom. Let's see. It might tell me how. I'm, I I don't read directions well. I hate to admit that, but I. You don't. have a husband. Okay. <laughs> It just says garnish with a spoonful, so that's all I put in there was a spoonful. Yeah, and they're good. Now, I do know that it, any fruit you put into alcohol will absorb it, and the, then you can't think, well, I'm not a drinker, so I'm just going to eat the fruit. No, too late. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what I found interesting, though, is that you, you boiled it down with raisins as well, but then mm-hmm. you strain those initial you, raisins out. Right. I didn't strain anything either. 
Well, this this is what he said, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I fu- and since it was an actual chef that wrote it, I was like, okay, let me follow this exactly, just because like chef technique is a lot. Right. Right. Both of us Ooh. noticed in our recipes too. I should point out that if you are going to refrigerate it and use it again, you simp- just refrigerate it. Really, my recipe said only do it overnight. Mm. You want to do a pretty quick serve with this. Now, I will say, True. because I made it a week early, froze the ones I was bringing in here, and I had a little bit left in my fridge. Did it freeze solid? Yeah, it did. Did actually. it really? It sure did. Interesting. Or it looked solid. Maybe in the middle, maybe in the core it wasn't. But I had a very small containers. Okay. But both of my recipes said, if you're going to refrigerate it, you can refrigerate it up to 24 hours. But I did, at the end of the week last week, have I had some of the red left over, and I went ahead and drank. That was perfectly fine. Yeah, maybe they're just going to be too strong, but... I think these are great. I mean, we know we just handed you guys a lot of recipes. Yeah. Which, again, we will post. So we you just can... got excited. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to do, like, I wanted to do the glue because it's so unique. And there's and authentic. But, yeah, yeah. And I would have liked to have gotten one. I didn't have any brandy lying around. I would have, I saw a lot of brandy ones as yeah. well. And I think this one, actually, the Swedish one called for aqua V instead of vodka. Aqua V is a, I believe it's, I can't remember the spice. Is it cardamom? It's a Nordic oh. spice. What's what's mm-hmm. one of the Nordic spices? I literally have no idea. Um, I think cardamom's one of them. I, I, I am blanking on it, but mm-hmm. anyway, it's 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 a spiced, basically vodka, but gin is also spiced vodka. Right, because that is juniper. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. whatever that spice is, I can't think of. I want to say it's cardamom, but I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think you're supposed to use for, instead of the vodka. Okay. But regardless, I this think it's delicious. It's really yeah. good, and it's really good hot. Mm-hmm. So. If you've made it all the way to the end of this podcast, thank you for getting through (laughs) all of these recipes. Ramble on. Our life story also included. Well, Um, not really. We haven't gone into a saga that has been the past four weeks of your life. Yeah, this has been a crazy time, but it's cool. You're fine. You survived it. It's spring. Yeah, I know. I'm moving into my next season, and I'm really focusing on gratitude. So my body may be broken in some places. (laughs) She's okay. She's okay. Yes, I'm okay. I am okay now. Yes, everything is uh, going to be fine. But it was a good time to enjoy mulled wine because I've had to lay around with my feet up for a large, large swaths of time. So, but I would have been doing this anyway, again, as we entertain and stuff during the winter. I just love this. I think mulled wine's great for parties. And it makes your whole house smell so good. It does. And I think it's relatively unusual. Not a lot Mm -hmm. of people do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's like a lost tradition in our country. And I think it's good. Yeah. Get everybody back on board with this. Well, thanks for listening to Wine and Dandy, guys. And if you like our show, we would really appreciate you giving us a review. And where should you give that review? On iTunes. Once you give a good review, it helps people find you when they search wine. So we would really appreciate that. We want your honest review. That's it. We'll take any review. You can find us on your Apple iTunes app. You can find us on Google Play Music. And anywhere, basically, Stitcher, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. But if you want to converse with us, give Which us, we would really love honestly, you to do. Yes, yes. We have a Facebook page, Wine and Dandy mm-hmm. Podcast. We have an Instagram page, Wine and Dandy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can comment, and we'll comment you back. We'll yeah. you back. Give us some suggestions of shows you'd like us to do. And we want to thank Seaboard Wine Warehouse in Raleigh for providing the wine for today's podcast. Thanks for joining Wine and Dandy. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.